Hello, welcome to my King James Bible Sermon Podcast. Please consider donating 490 New Taiwanese dollars, which is appropriately 17 US dollars, to me every single month, so I will work hard on my podcast to create my best podcast content. As my token of gratitude, I also will send you through your email. My monthly updates unique and dedicated A4 size ebooks in PDF file format every single month with your monthly donation. Please check out the information in every podcast episode description. Thank you, and have a nice day. If God is omnipotent, it means that every surroundings and incident is planned and created by Him. God always seems to tolerate evil and prohibits important goodness from those who are poor and needy. This is a strong crisis and you must reconcile with the facts. We have all seen many wicked prosper and the righteous believers suffer and also witness many African children die young due to starvation and insufficient medical care. Are these sufferings under the authority of God? If God is in superiority, it means he allows and predestined us to sin. Millions of birth defects and deformities around the world are intended to occur by God's will. If this is the case, God will be fully responsible for all the consequences of the agony of birth defects. My answer to the question above is simple, God is certainly in control, and we also have free will to sin. God allows humans to become sinners. Someone might ask that if God is in complete control, then why should we spend time praying again and again? God will fix everything beforehand. Some pastors insist that prayer can change the people around you, but I don't buy that kind of stupid and unbiblical doctrine full of heresy. Because the same pastor also contradicted himself, telling people that God is in complete control. However, how can your will always prevail over the will of God? If you can barely pray to manipulate God, do whatever you want, and outweigh God's will then you will be more sovereign than God. Someone also stated that if God is in complete control, then you will have to believe that God forgives and predestines evil. However, my answer is simple, God controls everything to glorify himself either in goodness or evil. Don't ever try to act like God and presume that everything God allows must be good things, not evil. God doesn't want to prevent evil because that will contradict his principles and condone human sins. The Holy Bible already stated that sin permeated the world, therefore mankind must pay the consequences of sin and suffer evil. If God prevents any evil regardless of how sinful we are, then God cannot be a righteous God. For Christians, believing that God is in charge of everything, everything will be as good as you wish, is such a terrible, passive, and harmful thought. God has complete control over everything in this dark world. Control means that God cannot contradict himself in the Holy Bible. God will not condone the sin and wickedness that every nation is doing and still love to bless people. Please beware of false preachers who preach unbiblical doctrines. Don't be deceived. Don't let those false leaders confuse you. 
God also allows the devil to entice people in the world to sin and ruin their lives and destroy nations because God never wants to make robot angels and humans only to be programmed to obey. God respects your free will to obey or disobey so you will have to pay price as a consequence of any decisions. Then, why does God never seem to destroy and impede Satan and demons? As far as I know from the Bible, it can be said with certainty that after the end of the world, the devil will be destroyed in hell. Why? Because God utilizes the devil to punish sinners and to bring glory for himself. All sinners now under the curse of God. If you don't believe what I'm saying here, then look at yourself, is it easy to get paid for work? Or feed yourself with daily food without getting exhausted and sacrificing your prime time? And there are many crimes of stealing and homicide. Because our ancestors Adam and Eve offended God and lost the privilege of living in paradise, we are cursed until we become born again converted disciples of Jesus, then shall Jesus Christ, our Savior remove the curses from you. Our lifespan only lasts for a few decades. Our destiny is to work hard to make a living. In our miserable life, all kinds of disease and aging will be our friends, and then death will we have to confront. However, God's begotten Son, Jesus, humbled himself and called his disciples to deliver many people from the power of Satan to the power of the Holy God so they will forsake sins and be worthy of eternal life. Jesus endured the greatest humiliation and suffering and showed us how much faith it takes to be accepted by God. Only then can you go to the kingdom of God to receive blessings. This is the only way anyone can have a place in heaven. Therefore, for Christians, we might have happiness and peace because we have a relationship with the Almighty God. When you are in a casino or resort, you cannot enjoy that kind of happiness. God does not want us to be happy and prosper seeking the pleasure of the flesh and glorifying ourselves in the world, to serve ourselves, and ignore others, but to obey the will of Jesus Christ and proclaim the kingdom of God. Those who bear the many fruits of the ministry of Jesus Christ will be able to obtain the promise of eternal prosperity, peace, and joy. In addition, there are two differences in suffering, one, suffering for righteousness. Two, suffering because of your sins and foolish decisions. Don't ever mix them to confuse yourself. Also, suffering can teach us to be careful whether we obey God and be ready to deny ourselves and bear the cross or not. God loves those who make the right decision to follow him and bear many righteous fruits throughout their lives. You may be wondering why God would curse and bless some of us at the same time? God loves us who are undoubtedly disciples and serve Jesus Christ, but for those who refuse to serve God, the consequences of sin must be condemned. Mankind must deal with what Bible said and never have any excuses. God loves justice and judgment because he is righteous. We must accept the fact that we are poor sinners and that we cannot have true life without God. When Jesus Christ ascended to heaven, he gave his disciples to continue the work he did on earth, that is to demonstrate the power of God by casting out demons and healing sickness. However, due to laziness and ignorance, the modern church also misinterpreted the Bible and failed to obey God. Almighty God doesn't want to directly intervene to alleviate human suffering because that way can not glorify God. Only through the help of the disciples of Jesus, then everything done will bring glory to God. 
If you don't want to believe in the disciples of Jesus Christ, how can you obey God and be qualified to receive his help? In my knowledge inspired by the Holy Spirit, I believe that the main source of suffering is the demons. This is why we need legit disciples of Jesus to expel the devil. As the word of God clearly shows, the kingdom of God has not yet come, but it will come when the disciples of Christ Jesus begin to cast out many demons and heal anyone around the world. Accordingly, the kingdom of God intervenes on this earth through God's chosen people, who are legitimate disciples of Christ Jesus. Why Christian prayer doesn't work? Any true born-again Christian wishes to have the amazing miracle of healing and providence of God to support them when they are suffering from serious diseases that doctors cannot help. Most of the time we have to face a sorrowful life because human sin causes aging, disease, and death takes place. However, miraculous healing is extremely rare in the recorded history of this world. For a poor sinner to accept Almighty God's intervention in his life and alleviate suffering, certain conditions must be met. First, sinners must repent and be converted. Born again Christian. Secondly, he must obey and do what the Holy Bible teaches throughout his life. Third, he must submit himself to serving the Almighty God, never worshipping other phony gods. Unfortunately, most of us never meet the above conditions even when we pretend that we have. The causes of several human diseases are the result of our rebellious and sinful nature and lifestyle. Therefore, we all deserve to suffer because of the consequences of our sins. According to the Bible, the wage of sin is death, so we cannot ask God to eliminate all punishments for sin in our prayers because God never condones sin and still loves us unconditionally. Since our ancestors Adam and Eve have offended God and lost their position in paradise, all descendants will perish under the same curse, and be separated from God's love and help. Although the Christian Saviour, Jesus Christ, has crucified for us, Jesus also said, don't sin anymore. Unfortunately, after we become Christians, we still rather choose to sin again. God will forgive those sinners who no longer are slaves of sin. When we sin, we are devil's worshippers because humans love to please the pleasures of the flesh. Then, the flesh pleases sin and sin is the slave of the devil. God cannot forgive any devil worshippers because this will contradict God's righteousness. That's why we have failed and still suffer the consequences of our sinful nature in this life. Is God unfair? God forbid. We must accept the fact that after we offend God, there is always the distress of punishment. Similar to our parents or teachers who will punish their children or students. The merciful God wants to teach us to be responsible, careful, virtuous, and obedient in our daily lives. All in all, if you want to find happiness in this fallen, sinful, and corrupt world by ignoring the teaching of the Bible, you will be disappointed. To get rid of the suffering of despair, depression, and discomfort, we must first forsake sin. Although this world is full of difficulties, disappointments, and evils, God takes this opportunity to teach us that we need him to find a way out, and break away from the captivity of the power of Satan. Then, we can be dominated by the power of the Almighty God. If you want to rely on your strength, wisdom, and knowledge to seek salvation, you will eventually fail and you will lose your soul. 
For any one of us to forsake sins and never become the slaves of the devil, we must seek deliverance of demonic possession because everyone has demons attached since birth. For most people, it is almost impossible to persuade them to believe the Bible without any evidence. Christian faith requires unconditionally surrendering to the biblical principles of God. Human reasoning is the enemy against faith that is required to submit to the authority of God. Most Christian prayer that doesn't work is because of doubts and human reasoning. Unbelief becomes a stumbling block in establishing an intimate relationship with God, let alone having a humble and obedient heart before God. When we failed to listen to God's voice, to receive his instruction on what we should do, then we also fail to do everything according to his will. In addition, the path of following Jesus Christ is full of Satan's deception that causes any Christian to have real faith. Without faith, a Christian is no longer qualified as a Christian and prayers will not be heard by God. It is so easy for Christians to fall back into unbelief and lose the foundation of hope. Therefore, what I want to emphasize here is that if you don't dare to look at God's glory and have the courage in your heart to pray to God every day, and depend on him, sooner or later you will fall into the devil's trap and being deceived. In my conclusion of all matters, you can never have any prayer answered unless you have faith in the first place and become a born-again disciple of Jesus. Only then, you are allowed to have access to the privilege of praying to God in Jesus' name and God will provide all your needs. According to the Bible, without faith, it is impossible to please God. What that means is not only to have a prayer that always works but also for eternal salvation. Therefore, seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness always, then everything you need will be added to you. What does it mean to seek the kingdom of God? According to the scripture, you must be the disciples of Jesus who can cast out the devil and heal any sickness to demonstrate God's power on earth, similar to what Elijah in the Old Testament did to show the power of God. Jesus also said, if you have true faith, then you will have the power of God always presented with you just like Moses and Elijah, and other prophets in the Old Testament. And what does it mean to seek God's righteousness? According to the Bible, anyone who obeys and does everything for God's will to be fulfilled is to seek his righteousness. No wonder. The reason why Christians always fail to pray to God and receive any blessings is that they ask God to fulfill their carnal mind thinking about what they want instead of what can they do for God. God will never bless you to fulfill your desires unless that is perfectly matched with God's will and ways. Thank you for listening to my podcast episode. God bless you, my dear friends. Today, I want to share with you freely about, domination by the Holy Ghost will make your life much easier. Let's find the passages in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 1 to 2. King James Version Bible. Verse 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, what does it mean that there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus? In Christ Jesus means that if we keep his word, 
In another word, there is no ambivalence between the life of Jesus and ours. Accordingly, if we have the Spirit of Christ Jesus in us, then we are no longer counted as sinners, but to be called righteous saints, because we now only demonstrate the fruit of the Holy Spirit which is the truth, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such, there is no law. My truthful paraphrase here is that if you keep obeying your flesh desires, and are not willing to obey the Holy Spirit to serve God during your lifetime, likewise you never know the biblical God in your life. Therefore, you will die and go to hell indeed. Because condemnation in the Bible always means to be eternally punished by God. Secondly, what does it mean that who walks not after the flesh, but after the Spirit? To walk means to agree with something or to obey something while making any decision according to it. So here it means that you don't agree or obey your flesh, but you are supposed to agree or obey the Holy Spirit, which is Christ Jesus dwelling in you. Finally, in verse 2, the author implied that if you are truly born again, then you have the Spirit of Christ in you because you were baptized by the Holy Ghost. Now you are, no longer, governed by your flesh anymore but you are governed by the Spirit of Christ, because you only illustrate the fruit of the Spirit, not any fruit of the flesh. If that is the case, afterward, you are not subject to the law of sin and death, but to the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. However, the devils or demons have entered many Christians today, consequently, they are not able to fully submit themselves to the Spirit of Christ but are subject to the devils inside of their souls. Unless you are liberated from those demons, you cannot have an authentic Christian life, and all of the blessings that you are supposed to receive from God will be stolen continuously by the demons. It is a so-called demonic agenda to attack Christians to steal away their blessings and spiritual identity, and finally salvation. Goodbye, see you next time. I hope you like my preaching and sharing testimony. Everything that happens in life. Book of Matthew, chapter 8, verses 23 to 26. King James Bible. Point 23. And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. 24. And, behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. 25 And his disciples came to him, and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. 26 And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose, and rebuked the winds and the sea and there was a great calm. We as devout Christians, shall not fear anything other than Almighty God Himself if we profess that we have faith, because when we fear something other than God, then we do not fear God. As the Holy Scripture says in the book of Proverbs, to fear God is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom. Therefore, if we truly fear the Lord, then we have received the knowledge and wisdom, and in knowledge and wisdom, 
There should never be found fear of other things. Why shall we still fear other things? There is no fear for other things in God's perfect love, because fear has torment. Why can faith save a born-again Christian? It is the propitiation relationship that Jesus Christ has established between himself and us when we walk with him. Consequently, we no longer have any excuses to say that we still have faith, but we are fearful of other things like stormy weather in this case. To fear something outside of God is an indication that there is no faith in us. Faith cannot be correlated with a fear period. When you truly believe God as what he says he is in the Bible, then he becomes your loving Heavenly Father, who has the infinite power enough to control everything you are facing in real time. Therefore, we must utilize this opportunity of access to calm the tempest by God's power. In another word, when there is a true believer in Christ is nearby there must have the power of living God to be seen in him. Otherwise, he is a liar. He never believes God as he says. The way God controls or allows everything that might happen. Gospel Matthew chapter 2, verses 12 to 14. King James Version. Point 1 2, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod they departed into their own country another way. 13. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night, and departed into Egypt. In these verses, the angel of the Lord came to warn Joseph to flee into Egypt until further notice so they are saved from danger. But how can these verses educate us as Christian? When we are truly called to be a servant of God to fulfill his will, God will make certain that there will be no obstacles ahead of us in the situation that we are obeying God. God's power is always transcendental in every way, so there is no place for distress or fretting too much because God is in control of every aspect of our lives if we truly obey and wait for his instruction. Jehovah our Heavenly Father also will send those mighty angels to guard us for safety when we need it. Sometimes, God is trying to warn us ahead of time by speaking directly to us, so it is crucial to listen attentively to God's voice. However, we must take precautions in listening to God to discern His voice from the devil. Sometimes, in our dreams, God will manifest his instructions to us. No matter what method God uses to send information or instruction to let us know what to do next, we still have the duty to take heed and act accordingly, otherwise, we might fall behind in what God wants us to do, and often it is our fault. To be blessed by God's supernatural power of providence. We must obey him all the time and also walk with him on every step in the pathway that God has shown us. However, 
Many Christians thought that all they have to do is simply pray and wait for any magic work to happen. That is unbiblical and foolish when you think that God will bless your career without any necessity to obey his will and timing and receive the instructions. For example, if God wants you to be a disciple of Jesus, to cast out devils and heal many sicknesses and build the church. Then he will send a prophet or another legitimate disciple to minister to you to initiate your discipleship. So all you can do is wait patiently and rest in God's promise and submit yourself to God's way. Don't lean your understanding by doing something else or choose to work your way. Finally, be patient and long-suffering while enduring any hardship with faith, because every blessing that is pouring from heaven must first meet the requirement, to be humble before God and wait for his timing until the blessing has arrived. This is the key principle of the Christian faith to walk with God and obey God's will.